0: Chicago! Welcome into the Chicago Sports Podcast here at the CHGO Studios in the West Loop. I am Kevin Kaduk, head of content at CHGO. To my left is Casey Standerhar. To her left is GM Jake Flanagan. And behind the board is Steven Nicholas. Two of our usual panelists, Mark Carmen and Lawrence Benedetto, are in Las Vegas at Super Bowl 58. So I want to thank Jake and Steven for filling in today. Yeah,
1: and MJ's in the room too. MJ, Yo, yeah,
0: new He's ago. everywhere. That's he's the coolest
1: thing From the Bulls we've
0: had all day. Yeah, it's my dad's. That's cool. Technically, we you should know. put it on a little um, uh, train so it kind of just yes. rotates back and forth.
1: Unfortunately, I wanted to do that before the holidays, but I didn't get it until right after the holidays.
0: But amazing, yeah, amazing. Well, it's a, a great addition to our uh, our set. It's kind of a nice day here in in Chicago. Uh, nice weather this morning. Then it got weird, a little rainy. A little dark, but... It was windy we'll earlier, through. too. I'll take it.
2: Well, yeah. I say that I know that. I don't know that. I was inside watching the CHGO Bears show and didn't leave my couch working. Do you feel that way? Today We've been cranking has, out a lot of stuff.
0: Today has been, I think, maybe the busiest day in CHGO history. I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm forgetting something. There's been a lot of busy days, uh, but between the NBA trade deadline, the CHGO Blackhawks having... Uh, oh. Corey Crawford on their show. Everything coming out of Las Vegas. We've got this podcast, the Cubs podcast, the White Sox podcast. So many Bulls trades. So many a Bulls trades Bulls, to keep yes. up with. Zero. They, they, before they actually went on, I said, "Don't, I, I don't want a trade to happen because I just don't want added work. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we've got the, the Hall of Fame announcement coming up, and Devin Hester, S- Steve McMichael, and Julius Peppers are probably getting in.
2: It's very exciting that we know that ahead of time because I think we'd all be kind of nervous if there was no news about Devin Hester. But we're ready for it. We're then. ready.
0: It's about damn time. Yeah, we've got graphics. We've we've got a Joey Spathis uh, special to put out there. Ooh, looks pretty hot. No so. sneak peeks. <laughs> no sneak peeks.
3: Don't want to jinx anything. Right, Steven,
0: How you been uh, holding through? You've been doing a lot of the production
3: work. This uh, has been this has been like hell week for me. This has been a, a lot, and it's in a, in a good way though because we're getting so much great content out of the Super Bowl but man for all the great content we're getting there's that much more work that has to be done after the fact yeah, but uh stop. we're we're almost there we're it's thursday we gotta get to friday and then we're in the home stretch i, I hope everyone is,
0: hope everyone's been enjoying it uh, make sure you check it out on youtube make sure you check out our CHO tavern style videos which is now brought to you by salerno's on tap uh our favorite pizza and now they're sponsoring our content which is amazing love it love it love it love it
2: close spot not far from here yeah. Good to have them on board.
0: We're going to be talking about uh, a, a whole bunch of things today. Uh, but first, want to do our Taking Care of Business Award, powered by ComEd. And there's probably a lot of, well, actually, there isn't a lot of candidates. So we're going to give it to our guys in Vegas who are crushing it. Uh, we talked about, I mean, we've got Greg Bragg's getting FaceTime with Patrick Mahomes and George Kittle and uh, Tyree Kill. There's going to be a video of that coming out where you ask him about Devin Hester. How
2: about Greg? Just the bravery with Mahomes. Like he fired yeah. a question and then he was like, I have a follow up
1: and
0: right. another
2: follow up. Like he, so. he dominated the floor.
1: We saw Nick behind the scenes, Hogue and Carm with a little DJ more walk and talk yeah. plus law with the producing. And then yeah. Carm the other night underrated. It was at a, actual legitimate party this was but not a strip it, it was you know it was a little when I first saw it I was a little alarmed
0: but I you know I appreciate the hustle yeah and you don't even mention the JSN video which is probably mm. the most viral clip oh, yeah. Yeah. of, By the, of way. the entire entire week so far <laughs> uh, crickets JSN yeah I've never seen anything I added like that sound There's in there four million views so far on Twitter I don't know how much yeah. on other platforms
2: it's doing really well I added cricket sounds in because I just feel like it enhances the moment Um I think it has ninety four thousand views on TikTok. People are, like, oh, this is great, great news, good for us.
1: Yeah, I, you know what I do? I try to spin things with bears as best I can, or frame it up that way to where it could be a positive. And the only thing I can say, because I want this to be true, is maybe that's just his uh, his personality. That's his humor. And he was like <laughs> saying, like, he was like, "Is this thing live?" Like, haha. But like, he was super dry about it. And I realized that's
2: definitely
0: not what the case is. And I think
2: it was his reaction before that when he like looked, he almost was like,
0: he he made, he
2: had like dead eyes and he didn't know what to say. But he he also made
0: noises that were like the literal definition of uh, just like uh, squirming. Cringe. (laughs) uh, uh, uh.
2: And then Carm goes, I love when Carm goes, oh, like you hear Carm go, oh, because he knows like something's not right here. Yeah. Yeah, It was like,
1: it's the same noise that I make when my wife goes, you realize the
3: dishwasher is full and they're
1: clean and you did not put them away. And
3: I'm like, Er, Oh,
1: er, it's that. (laughs) It's it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That was actually, I was awoken to that. I I got an email. I I get the uh, daily newsletter from Mm. Matthew Barry and I saw the headline awkward moments from radio row. I'm like, there's no way this is awesome. First thing I see on there was our video. I love it. I love it. It's
0: great. Well, I mean, we've already produced a lot of great content, more coming. We've got an after dark show coming up tonight uh, that will focus on the hall of fame inductions. And again, three Chicago bears are more than likely to get in. So uh, that's gonna be pretty cool. So Mm -hmm. keep taking care of business guys in Vegas. Uh, We'll keep on holding down the homestead. I actually didn't know if I would rather be here or there this week. I'd rather be there. There is a lot of work, (laughs) but But here is also a lot of work. It's
2: a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Both both places are a lot of work. I do think it would be fun to be there and like wrangle guests and try to see who I I I always like to challenge myself with that and be like, who could I go up to and just,
0: well, we got Talk to go to, to the Nashville Winter Meetings, which were not as <laughs> not uh, <the> action-packed. <laughs> I think our our biggest guest was Jake Berger. Yeah. Stephen was nothing. there, too. Which yeah, he is a great
1: right. guy. We love Jake.
2: It was a good interview, but yeah.
0: half the, half so the news would have been great,
3: great that week.
0: Half the team came home with COVID. Yeah. So, oh. luckily, none of us <laughs> <laughs> The MLB
1: Winter Meetings, only slightly worse than the NBA trade deadline mm. as far as inactivity.
2: Yeah. Right? yeah. So I mean, we, we were at... Steven and I were at the NHL draft, which was fun and exciting. Mm. Less interviews, just more chaos. Um, trying to navigate that media room, and I imagine Super Bowl's that on steroids. Well,
3: I hear they have equally bad Wi-Fi over yeah. there, too. NHL draft was horrendous with Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. It was at
0: 2024, and they just haven't figured out Wi-Fi. Why? It's bad. We've all been to a big event where it's just been...
2: I remember at the... At the Winter Meetings place, they were like, it's going to be $3,000 if you want better Wi-Fi. No,
3: no it was more <laughs> than that. Like, it, was, it was $300 per meg, meg of uh, upload speed.
2: Which would have been yeah. how much
3: money? Uh, $9,000. More than CS Show yeah. Has, yeah.
1: Props yeah, so to that. the National Collectors Convention and, and uh, Ray Schultz, right? Because yeah. they, they had the Boingo hotspot at the E. Stevens Convention Center, and that was fire. And you, <laughs> I mean, and, and you know how many people were there. That like, it's fire. like, mm-hmm. how can we not have that at the Super Bowl you know, media row.
2: Fake Mark Carmen said we'd have to talk more about Caleb. Are we going I'm not going sure there? if it is fake. No, that's not him.
3: I really hope that is. I feel like that's fake Mark better. Carmen. If this is real Mark Carmen, get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot more stuff to get out.
0: All right, we're uh, hit, hit that like button if you're watching right now. We appreciate you tuning in, uh, even though we're not coming at you from uh, fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, but we're going to put on a good show for you. I just basically kind of want to talk because it's something that I've been wrestling with guys like the entire week. Um, We, you know, we've been putting out Caleb or Justin videos. We've been doing a lot of that. They get a lot of response and, and people, I mean, people are consuming them. People are watching them. People are sharing them on social media. I mean, basically by any metric it's that content is successful, right?
1: Yeah, no doubt. Ever, there are there are
0: people there are people that are kind of tired of the debate and say why are you even talking about this and I, I do I do sympathize with that because there was a couple times you know this week where someone said something in and I said well let's you know let's just maybe cut something else about something else and you know that that's fine um, that said like I re- I really don't I mean Super Bowl ex- you know accepted. And, of course, we're not going to be talking about the Super Bowl because there's not a Chicago team Mm -hmm. in in that, really. But um, to me, there's not a bigger story in the NFL, and there's not a bigger decision, and there's not a more captivating decision because there's pluses and minuses on both sides. So to me, me it's like I don't think you can get enough. Um, Well, you'll
2: see in the video that I'm putting together. To be released shortly after this show, um, a lot of people are torn. Some people don't know what to do. Others are like, oh, don't make me do this. Like it was Laura Oakman specifically and a couple other people were like.
0: Ah, yeah,
2: it's, it's such a tough call, especially from people from Chicago. Stacey Dales as well lives here and she was also struggling with the decision.
1: Yeah, it can be difficult for some.
2: <laughs> not, not for you. No,
1: <laughs> no, it's not. And I agree with you. Um, you know, it's a lot of content. There's a lot of engagement there. People seem to be interested in it. And I say, keep it coming can't have enough we're not talking about it enough and you know why it's because i've had this epiphany that there's going to be a time very soon originally i thought it would take more time but i think it's going to take less i think there's going to be a time very soon where ryan poles steps up and makes a trade with the commanders and moves on from the number one pick wow and i thought about this because here's what it is Drake May stock is only going to go up between now and the combine or now and right after the combine. And he would, if he's going to trade it, mm-hmm. he should do it as soon as humanly possible, in my opinion. And then originally I thought it would be later, right? So are you, you, are
0: you, are you going to tell me you're going to be on the double trade down bus? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Only if you get Marvin Harrison jr. And you can ensure that with whoever was at two and then at three. But I mean, we can go deep on this if you want, but <laughs> you know, I'll just start, I'll stop there for now.
0: Well, I, I to make that work, you'd have to then talk the Patriots into moving up to number two. I, I mean, if, under your scenario, maybe, maybe was, not.
2: Was Justin a senior when Marvin was a freshman at Ohio State?
1: Stephen, help me out there. Did they, did they actually I don't play? Think there I don't think so. There was oh, no. Okay. I, I thought they this, there was. This was just Justin would have played at Ohio State four seasons ago, right? Mm-hmm. And this was yeah, because this last year was the pandemic year. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I was going to say, he would be too young. Marvin is younger.
1: But shockingly, as we've heard multiple times now from DJ Moore, that DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison Jr. ran in the same track program. Wow. Like, when they were in their youth days, which is Mm -hmm. very weird. But Marvin Harrison Jr., that tells you even more that he's, like, six years younger than DJ Moore, and he's someone that DJ Moore knew about running track as, like, a high school senior. Like, what? Outrageous talent. What sixth or seventh grader do you know? is like that good mm-hmm. that a high school senior knows who the hell they are. Right.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, to me, it's like, like I, I'm just kind of waiting for this. I, I think what we are waiting for is the story to kind of develop a little further, right? Another rumor to kind of take it forward. And I, I think Adam Hogue did do a pretty good job kind of um, oh, re- yeah. resetting the discussion on Monday morning with this column and which he talked to some pe- you know, people who had played with Caleb Williams, some people had coached him and kind of really got into the fact and fiction because last week was controlled so much by the, the Colin Coward non- nonsense. Um, and, and, you know, things kind of take on a life of their own. And so now I just think we're either waiting for like a rumor, you know, maybe some team to really kind of let leak, we do want to move up or we're not moving up or, or what you know, something like that. I mean, you never know what can happen. I mean, we, you know, at this time last year, we thought Jalen Carter was going right. to be the number one pick. And we saw the way that, that unfolded over the next, you know, six to eight weeks. It it, it definitely changed things. And um, so, to me, it's just going to be interesting. And we've got the combine, and we'll see, I'm sure everything's going to come up with that. You know, you, there's always stuff. Uh, oh, this person doesn't measure up to, you know, this right. level in mm. hands or speed or, yeah. or what. So we're not done with the story. I, I think if, when people say they're tired, I think they're just kind of tired. We've already heard the main talking points. We've heard the benefits of, of having a rookie contract. We've heard the benefits you know, of, of continuity and not losing the locker room. We, we've seen it from the situation as it is from all angles right now. And now it needs to change almost a little bit.
3: Yeah.
2: I agree. I, I originally didn't love, I know we did a video with Tony Romo I originally wasn't a fan of his response. It felt very like, well, of course they're going to review all options and Ryan Poles is going to decide what he wants to do, but it does make sense. There's Mm -hmm. still, like you said, Kev, there's a lot left to be researched, looked at, thought about from the the bears front office and ownership. So I, originally I was like, well, yeah, like Ryan Poles is going to do all those things. Tony,
1: he will. And you know what? He may decide to draft Caleb Williams, number one overall. And, Talking to one of our diehards at the Bulls takeover on Tuesday night, shout out Larry Strickland. You were awesome. Um, he phrased it a great way. I will accept it if it occurs. And that's how I feel right now. Like eventually I will accept it. That's what DJ Moore said
0: today to Is Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because
1: well, you
2: trust you trust. Yeah, pulse.
1: exactly. Right now I don't I don't feel like it's the best path for the Bears to mm-hmm. win a Super Bowl the soonest. And that's where I feel like Justin Fields fits in. Mm-hmm. The one thing that process to me it was when albert breer was on our show monday mm-hmm. he said something that was more subtle but it really stuck out to me and it was and it, and it he didn't say this specifically but i was trying to put it together and weave what i'm going to weave right <laughs> and what i what i gathered here is this everyone's always saying like oh you got to you got to reset the clock right it's all about the salary cap you can't yeah. go with fields blah 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 right here's the deal you can you can build around fields And if you use these premium draft picks that you're going to acquire from trading down for this draft and the next draft on the positions that cost the most in free agency, that would be a left tackle, that would be a wide receiver, that would be an edge rusher, then it's going to offset costs anyway over the course of the next three or four seasons, and it really won't matter that much, especially as you get to like year four or five of Justin's new deal. And if you look at the salary cap and you look at everything – that's there. The bears are still in a very good position, even after they signed sweat last year after the trade, like into the extension. So like we are in the best position in the division to yeah. succeed over the course of the next three or four
0: years. And the I, lions yeah, shockingly yeah. are the second best team position with the salary cap. Yeah. And I didn't I, know I that. agree on all, all that, but I mean, it, it's still, I mean, it's still, you still want as much flexibility as, uh, as you can get with the cap, and you're still mm-hmm. going to get that. You can you know. I understand completely. Understand with that, and I, I've thought about that. Another thing Albert Breer also said is I talk to people, yeah, and people say that he's that Caleb is in a class with Peyton Manning, sure, and uh, Andrew Luck, Luck and yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a hard decision. It's it really is. Yeah, um, but yeah, so,
1: and yet still, no Heisman Trophy winning quarterback has ever won. Super Bowl yeah since in the last I should say in the last 35 years since Jim Plunkett and I think what Roger Staubach so it's been it's been 30 35 40 years now right mm-hmm.
2: so do you feel like what does that say that the quarterback position in in collegiate athletics doesn't always translate and no Ohio State quarterback had ever produced. I know, in, in the know? NFL. I,
0: so I was and getting no, ready to say no Michigan quarterback <laughs> had ever you know like it's true it's true that I know. You, too Like Justin
1: Fields, is he going to be the first Ohio state quarterback to do it? Or it's going to be CJ the first round. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. If he beats him, I don't know. I just, it's a feeling I have with fields. Like I've said to you many times and to other people personally, I feel like Justin Fields is the most dynamic bears player since Walter Payton. Mm-hmm. And when you see that type of player, I didn't say quarterback and I'm not focused on everything that goes with that. And I understand why you need to, But to me, it's crazy that you go that route. And I get it. Caleb Williams seems like a surefire generational talent. But guess what? How many times have you heard, this player is going to be a surefire generational talent at quarterback. Let's draft him number one overall. And he flops. And I wanted to have an expletive there, but I kept it. Johnny Manziel? (laughs) Yeah. Factory of
0: sadness was created and built on that. But I I think like both camps are really rooted in – just a fear and being terrified of sure. what what it would mean to go with the other side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For me, and I'm leaning a little bit more towards Caleb now, because I'm just kind of terrified of passing up on another Patrick Mahomes. You're whether terrified. or not that's true, but.
2: You're also terrified of the same type of season we just had. Yeah. Again. That, and that's how I feel. Right. Of like, le- like less progress. Yeah. Same stagnant. Type of feeling. Right. No, I,
0: I think like if Justin Fields stays, I think they do make a jump next year. I mean, I they think you you have you'd be bringing in so much good stuff. So I'm mm. not really necessarily worried about that. I'm not necessarily worried about 2024. Yeah. I'm worried about you know 2025 through 2030. And I get that completely. And I want to be clear too.
1: I don't care if I'm right or wrong. There is a very good chance I could be wrong. Yeah. And I I get that. It's just I'm going off of what I feel. Is best for the Bears on that path to the Super Bowl, and what's best for the locker room right now, and what's uh-huh. best for, just based on seeing a lot of Bears football for my whole life, like that. This is what I want to happen. I also realize that what I want to happen for Bears, uh, the Bears organization, oftentimes does not. Right, so <laughs> doesn't come to play. That's right. So I yeah. I understand that, and if if the other way. The other scenario plays out with Caleb Williams being the quarterback. Like I said, I will learn to accept it. And if it ends up being great for the Bears, like, great. And some people say, oh, you're flip-flopping or what?" It's not that. I don't get, like, I'm saying, like, too bad. And I don't care that I put myself out there that I am all for. I'm a Justin Stan. I'm Team Justin all the way. And at one point, like, if that becomes a scenario that I can't be on Team Justin because he's not on Team Bears, then I'm going to be
0: on Team Caleb. And I don't care what people say. Like, it's just how it has to be. One thing that annoyed me this week was people getting on us. Like, why are you asking Patrick Mahomes about this? Or yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah. we've got guys there. Like, you know, we want like why like, someone, someone on Twitter was like, why are you asking a guy who beat us 41 to nothing? Um, you know, it was like 41 to nothing when, sure. when Mahomes left the game. Why are you asking him about what they should do with the quarterback? well, who else would you ask? Right. Like to me, he seems pretty damn qualified. These guys certainly a lot more qualified than I am.
2: These guys pay attention to what's going on around the league. They they care. They know each other. They they give a shit. So like of course, why not ask?
1: Right. Why did Oppenheimer consult with Einstein? Right? Why (laughs) did Ken consult with Barbie? Like, you know, like you do that with, with greatness. When you're next to greatness, you want you want their
0: expert opinion. Right. George Kittle's a Bears fan, so it's why true. wouldn't you ask him?
2: That video, that was yeah, crazy. I think,
3: other, than, other than, obviously, on Twitter, our uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba video, I think that's been our biggest video this yeah.
0: week. It's I want George awesome. Kittle to one day have a job at CHGO. I <laughs> think he would be amazing. <laughs> be I, th- I think George Kittle's going to one day have a job next to Terry Bradshaw. I think he's
3: he that could, good. He could, yeah. He's a fun personality, too. You see, he's like, I don't, I don't know if there's anyone at the Super Bowl right now more inclined to talking with the media he's just has such a casual demeanor yes, about i love himself.
0: the uh yes he's he's approachable he's funny he's also has like a very kind of like early dwayne the rock johnson just a way of speaking with his face like his facial expressions yeah, ex- are great are expressions level. i've also
1: yet to meet someone and maybe they're out there so you know I, whatever but who who has a a heath ledger joker tattoo that i don't like uh it's it's <laughs> George Kittle and Demar Derozan at this point, for okay. me, they both do, and they're both I think like great character, great team guys, great personalities. Uh, I know Demar's a little quiet, but he is the king in the fourth.
0: Absolutely, we're gonna talk about the Bulls here in a little bit, uh, but first, are you looking for a super offer for Super Bowl Fifty yeah. Eight? DraftKings Sportsbook as you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Uh, make sure you check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, right now for all the available lines and odds i know they have like a ton of great bets a g- lot of good prop bets i'm sure i'm gonna get on there and uh you know
3: i'll, I'll have roster. i'll have one good one for you during the show do you okay yeah. well what do you got to give, give me one to right go now go. yeah all right what what color do those san francisco 49ers wear red what color do the chiefs wear red what's taylor swift's album called red what color is the gatorade going to be Blue, red. Now, oh, see, now Jake, you, you, you messed it up. Oh, sorry, <laughs> red. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to bet on a red Gatorade. Are you? Okay. I like it. Yeah.
1: Well, did I mess it up for enhance? I if thought you want it was going to like bet, gonna
2: be a trick question. If you, you know. want to bet
3: on the Gatorade color,
0: you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook now and use code CHGO. New customers can bet five bucks on that Gatorade color and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight, with code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in West Virginia. Call or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call eight seven seven eight 8 hope ny or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Those Guys, of you still with us, Casey? Yeah.
2: I like how you said D, dkng. D-K-N-G. D-K-N-G. It, it's hard when you have to say letters and they all sound the same. Yeah. 3,000 words. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> I. Are Super Bowl tickets on game time? Do we know? Can you buy a Super Bowl ticket on game time because they're our next partner and yeah. I have used game time several times to buy tickets in the city of Chicago for comedians. I love going to see stand-up comedy mm-hmm. at the Chicago theater, at other theaters around the city. And I think that it's so frustrating when you're paying all these extra fees and it's hard to find seats that you want. You're not able to see the, the view from the seat, but game time with, with that, you don't have to worry about all of that stuff when you're buying tickets to your next event—it's a fast, easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, theater events near you. They have killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, which I love, especially when you're at, you know, at Wrigley and you get that seat with the, the bar in front of yeah, it. Yeah, always a post, bad day. The post yeah. Is a, yeah. And their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Again, there's flash deals, there's zone deals. You can get last minute tickets last minute tickets excuse me uh views from the seat lowest price guarantee it's the only ticketing app that gives you a complete peace of mind with your purchase see the view from your seat before you buy you know exactly what to expect when you arrive you could buy tickets in seconds with just two taps again so right, right
0: now uh lower end zone 143 all in eight thousand eight hundred and thirty three dollars i know what fees. you're thinking that's oh. that's pretty expensive it's actually pretty cheap to see taylor swift
1: Yeah.
2: That it really is. I I When you put it like that, you're right.
3: Yeah. Go ahead, Casey.
2: She will be there 100%. She was in, what, in Tokyo and then flying all the way here. But Game Time, again, they have those deals. The guarantee means you'll Mm -hmm. always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section or row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for twenty dollars off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: So last night the Blackhawks for some reason uh their their game started at eight forty five. Yeah. And I was like, I was wondering like what the ticket prices whatnot, what were looking like. And at eight thirty, I looked at game time. You could sit in the two hundred level for fifteen dollars all day. Wow.
3: And you could you get home at one thirty too.
0: Ugh. Yeah, you poor bastards. Yeah, How like much like was it? Fifteen bucks to sit in the two hundred level. I mean, usually those are what, yeah. 150 two hundred dollar mm-hmm. face value seats. So, just but. saw it's four forty four.
1: Shout out Justin nazuka It's an 444. Inside 444. Thing. There we go. It's angel a good numbers. Thing. It's a good thing. What's mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. up, Justin? All right, let's <laughs> talk about the Bulls. Today was the uh, NBA trade deadline, and the Bulls, for the third straight year, did absolutely nothing. We had to sit here as the CHO Bulls said basically imploded. I was worried for the mental health of Oof. Big Dave and and Matt Peck, um, and then uh, Big Dave and Luke did a pretty good tavern style on the subject. Go check that out. Um, but they are not well. Every team basically in front of them improved. Their team made a trade, and the Bulls again did nothing. They
1: didn't- AK, listen, I'm sure I'm sure you're a fine dude, and uh, you know. I wish you nothing but success in your professional career, but just flat out, you're wrong in this situation. It's just, it's, it's pretty pathetic, really, that you go multiple trade deadlines in a row and you don't do anything. And, you know, this fan base wants more. And you do have a great, a good to great, solid roster that could be really good. And it just hasn't worked out. The Zach Levine situation, I understand it completely you know, derails the situation, right? Like the the trade demand and the injury, then he comes back and then it's serious injuries now when he's going to have surgery. So you take that off the table. But this gentleman, okay, Kevin, this gentleman and Casey just went on, you know, and said this in a press conference. He said, well, if you look at all the teams, they're all stacked up there together, right? The, the Bulls trail, the Bulls trail the magic, the heat and the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers currently sit in sixth place. If we go the rest of the way and those teams basically play 500 ball, the Bulls are going to have to go 21 and 10 just to be in 6th place that's in the crazy. playoffs. And that's just if those teams go 500. And not so whatever out. whatever whatever crazy world you're in right now and that's your scenario for success, like Someone needs to have a a discussion with you. Like, this is not acceptable, but I get it. If you're going to make massive changes in the offseason and build around Kobe and figure out what is what for the next, you know, five or ten years, you know, good luck. But I fear that it may be too late.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I just think we've been living in this purgatory as Bulls fans for so (laughs) long. I mean, there was a little brief, you know, um, break with the, the Der- you know, the very brief Derrick Rose era. Yeah. Um, at least the peak of the Derrick Rose era. And, you know, they, they've they put together teams and they've gone out there and they've won between 30 and 40 games. And they've yeah. had some moments where Zach Levine has taken over game and DeMar DeRozan has taken over game and the Jimmy Butler era was fun. Uh, but they've just been just the definition of mediocre. And they've never really been a great team. It's never been a well-constructed team. Nope. Um, it's never, you know, to me the NBA is interesting because you're generally, I mean, it's changed a little bit in the last ten years, but it's been a league of stars. And unless you've had a handful of, of stars, and Steph Curry or LeBron James was on your team, you have to. You had you were basically going to a game just to kind of appreciate appreciate it for what it you know is or was. Yeah. And even with like this team, you know, it's. I, I like watching Kobe, and I, I think watching his rise has been fun. But to me, it's still not anything that's really worth going out and paying NBA prices for. Yeah, you know? I get
1: that. Like he's
0: still developing; he
1: needs more around him, no right. doubt. But like, here's the thing: like I saw this. Um,
0: but how do you social- get, how do you get from the, how do you get from what Kobe like, you know? Again, Kobe White, I don't think is ever gonna be your alpha dog. Yeah. I mean, I think is a great player, and I think sure uh, exactly the type of player you want to have as part of your, your plan. But then how do you get the other I mean, how many pieces are they away? I mean, they're they're five, six, seven pieces away. Like yeah, and you're looking at age. you signed Vooch for a long term deal yeah, and you're looking safe. at the, the, the same to do for Damar. No and you're already locked up. Zach, I just no. It's just... yeah, It's you're purgatory. Com-
1: you're compounding the issue by doing what exactly what you just said. The Vooch deal was not good from the start. And then, you know, by not moving him, you make it worse, in my opinion. DeMar is great, right? But he is, he is aging uh, mm-hmm. rapidly. And he's not a player you can build around anymore. He knows that, too. Um, and then what you said with Zach, it was... I get it. You sign him to the max because you do that and then you have that value and you can move him, but then when you don't uh-huh. and he gets injured again and he has to have surgery, it totally screws everything up. But I saw something on social. It was – I think Derrick Rose was traded in 16. Jimmy Butler was traded in 17. And in the seventh season since, the Bulls have not won a playoff series. Like, like, what are we doing here? Right. Like, And then they had Larry Markinen who would be a perfect combination, a complementary player to what Kobe White does – and you get rid of them and you trade like, wh- like th- those are the kind of things that just, it, it makes you infuriated with, with this organization. And, and, and I get it. It's why Matt Peck throws hats, uh, you know, at a very high rate.
0: Right. <laughs> and to me, it's just, you know, like, I, I just think that they're, they're, they're the Chicago team. That's the farthest away. I mean, I think the white Sox are probably more poorly run, but I think when you kind of look at the way baseball is set up and the division that they play in. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's a little easier, and I I use the term relatively. It's a little easier to see them getting into the into the playoffs, and then somehow you make a magical run, or you know maybe something akin to like what the Diamondbacks just did. Yeah, uh, I mean the Bulls. It's like what would have 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 to happen for them to even win a playoff series, let alone multiple series, right? If they play the Bucks a lot, which yeah. that's kind of been the
1: issue, right. right? If you're not in, you know, that top half of the conference like you're effed and like like what are you doing and that's to, to the point yeah. that i was making earlier like if you're just fighting to be the the sixth seed and that's what and it's a long shot to get there anyway like they may do that but it's probably not going to happen but that should not be the definition of success yeah
0: um i, I guess yeah. the good news is is like you you look at the bucks it's like okay well they were able to hit on uh, an international prospect midway mm. through the first round right the the top of the conference, with the exception of, of the 76ers, who obviously have their own problems now. Right. Um, most of them were not built with number one picks or like these generational superstars. Um, it was like finding guys in the mid round who turned into generational superstars. Right? You're
1: saying with the Eastern Conference? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Jalen Tate, and, number four pick. I'm, I'm sorry. Number uh, three number Jason
1: four. Tatum and yeah. uh, Jalen Brown said Jalen Tate, who's a Simeon <laughs> high school right. uh, player that went to Illinois. Um, those two are legit. But, yeah, besides that, it's actually teams that made trades for those trying to identify those players that you're saying. Like, right. um, you know, whether it's Mitchell for the Cavs or it's Halliburton for the Pacers. Um, and look at what Jalen yeah. Brunson has become for the Knicks. Same deal, yeah. right, It's what we just talked about. You have to identify that player that you can build around. And, and the, the thing with the Bucs and Giannis is it took him three or four seasons before he came became that guy. Right. And, you know, you're going to have to get really lucky because of the position that you're in. You know, you didn't have the draft pick last year in the first round. you got a draft pick this year that's going to be pretty late, middle of the pack, right? Mm-hmm. And then next year you don't have one more than likely because of the situation with the DeMar trade with the Spurs. So it's not like... Hey, look at the draft. It could be our saving grace. Like we can find that person and and it's probably not going to happen. But so then, okay, let's go to free agency. What do you do? There's not a lot of great options there either. Um, you know, there's...
0: and none of them want to come to Chicago,
1: even if there are. It, and traditionally, that has been the case. That's and right. No one wants to go into. No one wants to pay the luxury tax to get those guys, which is so why just... we had an issue with the draft pick last year because you had to trade to get Vooch, and you had to trade to get Demar. So it's 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 still. Again, we're just stacking L's on top of L's when it comes to the organization, and that's that's yeah. not going to do it. Their only hope. This is going to blow your mind. Is LeBron James? <laughs> that's where I'm at now. No. And I know. No. I'm with you. I'm no. I think that's he's, a, a, he's the villain. That's what he is. I understand.
2: You
0: hate I hate
1: LeBron. I hate LeBron. I understand. But like I really believe that maybe be their only hope and for me it was always Giannis. And then of course the Bucks traded and got Dame Lillard and I'm like, "Well, there goes that. Giannis is and then he re-upped, right? So Giannis is stuck in Milwaukee forever now and he can't come to Chicago after next season. So now our best bet is to literally draft LeBron's kid in 2 years and have LeBron come here. And that's just silly. I don't want
0: that to it's happen. I feel bad for our Bulls team. I feel you bad know. for them
2: too. I, 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 my one of my good friends is in Detroit working for the Pistons, and they're all upset over there. They traded like two of their best guys. Yeah. To the Knicks. That's
0: not great. Like, and they had to. What si- a, they actually had to sit through what how many games did they lose in a row?
2: Oh, it was like fourteen or something. No, it, was, it was like twenty three. Was, more than was than it more? Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. I you, lost track. You know what at the 14. sad thing
3: is though. I would rather be in the Pistons position right now. They're the worst team in the NBA. I would rather be the Detroit Pistons right now. At least they have Cade Cunningham. What do we have? Yeah. We have Kobe. A a fringe all-star Kobe White. Cade Cunningham is a a future superstar in the game. Yeah, he's very good. You'd have to live in Detroit, though. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I don't (laughs) want to live there. I I would like to transplant their team here, and we could just send the entire Bulls team over there they can figure out how to pay Vucevic and Gary, you
2: need three point shooting. They are two of their best guys. Gary and I are fighting. We have a love hate relationship. I'm just kidding.
1: Well, I I'm Gary. I'll have to look more into the details, but <laughs> at, at the face Valley, I'm going to go with Casey on this. I mean, you need three point shooting if you're going to compete in today's uh, NBA, but, um, yeah, I mean they're not competing anyway, <laughs> so Bad. but at least they're making trades. That's they're the point, point. and they have up. a high draft pick, yeah. and they're going to have an even higher draft pick because they are, you know, for all intents. And I'm not going to say that. You shouldn't say that. Um, they are they are doing a light tank.
0: So I, I like the scroll suggestion here. He says trade for Lamelo, sign Leangelo, and give Lavar courtside seats. My question for that would be: then do you change your name to the Chicago Balls? <laughs> <laughs> if it meant a playoff series victory i'd do it great yeah. logo no, not with <laughs> Leangelo out
2: there mind. i'll tell you that much
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> great logos
0: oh no all right casey <laughs> i want to tell you it's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles that's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it
2: Yes, it is. And I am not there yet. Yes, the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense.
0: So what should business owners do?
2: You can go to ComEd.com slash clean to learn more about the resources fleet rebates and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait, start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. It's good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comad.com slash clean.
0: Did you say comad.com slash clean?
2: Yeah, Kev, go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to
0: come. Awesome. I wanna talk about two different things and they have to do with ballparks. Uh, I'll give you the choice. You want to start off with the Winter Classic or the new Sox ballpark, the renderings that come out?
2: Ooh, let's start off with Winter Classic.
0: All right, Winter Classic. So we had a good CHO Tavern style in which Vinny Duber and Mario Tirabassi kind of talked about about the situation from a variety of angles. Uh, one of the things they kind of talked about was should it be in Wrigley Field? Uh, they actually had the last Winter Classic yeah. here at, at Wrigley Field. They're going back to it again. Vinny made the suggestion like, We've already done it there. Let's mix it up. We've we've seen the stadiums done in, in baseball stadium, ballparks, ball football stadiums. Why not build something out in Grant Park and have the backdrop or whatever? So hmm. where do you guys fall on it?
2: Well, Wrigley Field is a historic landmark. Just ask Cody Del Mendo. <laughs> it's a federal <laughs> landmark. And Connor Bedard is the biggest... And best story we have here right now, mm-hmm. and honestly, in the entire NHL. So I like what Vinny and Mario were saying. I'm gonna double down on what they were saying. It's like it's gonna work. Yeah, they're gonna sell tickets. People love coming to Wrigley. When I worked there one summer, it was like people came from all over the world. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. they sell out 120 games on weekdays every single time. This is gonna be no different. Right. People love seeing hockey, in baseball or football in a baseball like the Northwestern game at Wrigley. Like yeah. I, I just. Like why not? I know the Blackhawks aren't in a position to be like this marquee game, but it's it's going to be huge. Yeah, I think I Wrigley
0: Field. Problem. I honestly think Wrigley Field is the only option here. I really do. I think the sight lines. I think like how it looks on on um, on TV. Yeah. matters a great deal. Uh, I went to the one in two thousand nine, and that was pre like renovation. Wrigley it was before. Is it, cool? the, it was super cold. It was very cool. I mean, it was, was
2: it cool? Oh, was it cool? It was and awful. cold. It, it was cool. The,
0: the, the Blackhawks lost, and I still remember, like, I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. And I can't believe it's going to take 16 years to be able to do it again, but wow. like, I will be first in line for tickets again.
1: Yeah, uh, my wife and I went uh, to the first one. It was before we were married. We were still dating, and it was one of the coldest days yeah. of the year, and we actually had to walk from Wrigley back to Lincoln Park it was, after yeah. the game because you couldn't get there's There was no Uber. It yeah, was before that, Uber. That's mm-hmm. right. It was it was a great experience wow. though. To your point, my buddy hooked me up big time because he goes, "Hey, go to this link. They're saying that these seats in the 100 level because they're so low, mm. you can't. They're like they're technically obstructed view. So we got. I can't even tell you. It was under fifty dollars. It was crazy. Wow. And we were like 15 rows off the field because you couldn't see this corner um, mm-hmm. at, at the nearest. Uh, by the net, you know, in yeah, this yeah, corner yeah. of the, the yeah. boards there, and I, I was like, it was amazing, and it was right before the run, right? Like mm-hmm. this was like right as
0: everyone's getting, not everyone. It was the kickoff party to the to, to for the, the bandwagoners, the like run. me, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, was the infrastructure? I mean, I know they're set up to do it because they can take out those seats near the one dugout on the third base side. When they when I went to the Purdue Northwestern game at Wrigley, mm. and it was kind of like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, they at the I mean, like
2: it's kind of like shifted. So if you're at those seats down the first base side you're kind of far away from the field because you're like it's like
0: yeah we were in like 220 223 is that right behind home plate we were right behind home plate kind of halfway up um and it was i mean they were okay seats like i you couldn't really see the puck which kind of made a big difference but now it will be different with that was again before the before the um the video boards yeah and the Um,
2: lighting lighting's different now too
1: yeah, and the renovations. Like, that's the other thing. Like, I think there's probably not too many bad seats in the house now, yeah. uh, now with all the renovations, too, and, like, the grade of the field and everything. I'll just say this from earlier. You said federal landmark. I mean, Wrigley Field is a national treasure. It's a Chicago treasure. Mm-hmm. And it has special meaning to me because not only did the Cubs play there, but, of course, the Bears played there, you know up until 1970, I believe, yeah. which is uh, a huge part of Chicago history. And I love that the Blackhawks played there before. They're going to play there again. And I think there's there's something about that place where Butkus and Sayers was and Hallis marched up and down the sidelines.
0: It would be amazing really cool. if they, they could figure out a way for the Bears. It would never happen, but if they could get a Bears oh game, God, there, it would they be did? so awesome. Yeah. Very exclusive. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, the NFL doesn't have to do that. No. They missed their chance. Like, yeah. if, if
1: Wrigley would have been – it would have been awesome. If Wrigley would have been renovated before they renovated Soldier Field in what, one two? Mm-hmm. like maybe that would have been their shot. Yeah, it, yeah, but, yeah. They, but they just, you know, could not it. Didn't do it? Yeah, the, yeah,
0: there was the concrete falling and all that <laughs> right. right around <laughs> right. That, that, yeah. that Now time. it's great, though. We love Wrigley Field. No,
2: I agree with you, though, Jake. It's like there's nostalgia involved in all of that. Yeah. And so why not? Yeah. I think it's going to be cool.
0: Winter Classic, that was a very cold day. And I remember going into the bathroom, and they've got the troughs there. Yep. The guy next to me had his. Um, is this a, is this okay to tell? Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering it's where this is going. Chicago <laughs> <Is this laughs> balls. The guy next to me had his He glo- was holding his gloves in his teeth, and somehow oh. dropped them. No. And the gloves went into the trough. And like you could just tell the guy was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and the guy next to him just goes. Sorry, man. They're gone.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you could, like, grab it and rinse it out with the pee. It was
0: uh, no. honestly, like, it was, Salou? No, you cannot do that. No. <laughs> it, but it was like, that guy is going to be in a world for pain, of pain because it was so, yeah. so cold. It really was. Wow. You know, I did like Vinny Duber's
1: ideas, though, about having a rink, like, you know, let's say along the lakefront there. Um Grant Park, Millennium Park area, or near like Buckingham found like yeah. and have that sky like mm-hmm. that would be really cool. But I'm all for just you know, hey, let's it's Wrigley right now. It's a, it's a great
0: idea. It. It's just it would never happen. Because it's not Lollapalooza. I'll tell you it's one thing, like thing: those seats like in the in the front of the upper deck, like yeah. those seats go for like a face value of like three hundred fifty yeah. to four hundred dollars. So there's just yeah. no way they're giving up forty thousand seats to, yeah. to for a photo opportunity. Right. Right. So. Well, maybe they'll do it for some other thing. So renderings are out for the new White Sox ballpark. And the one thing that everyone noticed and was complaining about oh, was Chicago. where is the parking?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is very Chicago and maybe also a very suburban thing to say. Who's got dibs? Um <laughs> thoughts on maybe the I don't know, are you worried about actually getting into a White Sox game with where it would be situated?
1: I'm not personally because if you really look at where it is located there in the seventy eight, like and the water taxi is also a fine option there. If you're taking Metra to like, uh, -hmm. or Amtrak, depending on where you're getting into union station or Ogilvy. So then you could hop right on the the water taxi, come down, do that sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm sure they will have some great like buses that they do like United Center. Like when we came out of the game the other night, it's like, there's 10 buses just lined up out there and empty, ready to go right down Madison street heading East. Like I'm sure they'll do the same thing there for people. Um, know that are nearby and i'm sure there's going to be some um smart business men and women who build parking garages and take but there's advantage already of a things. lot there yeah, exactly
0: like, yeah if you look at spot hero everything comes up yeah um, yeah I, I think it's interesting i to me i think somebody has made the points it's like it's 2024 like we should not we it's not like the 70s where everything was a surface lot yeah like, we don't we, we kind of want to decrease the dependency on cars not not yes. increase it
1: <laughs> i would also um, say this that everyone's worried about what's going on in the ballpark like think about all the things that have to be done with the ballpark in that little mini ballpark village area mm-hmm. there's what five or six years to figure that out like well, i think they can if, figure
0: out a parking structure if your complaint is about guaranteed rate is there's not enough stuff to do around the ballpark yes which is a very valid complaint and the reason that is because Jerry Reinshorst wants those parking lots and has shut down any attempts to develop anything around yep. there. So, like, this is kind of the trade-off.
1: Yeah.
2: You guys, I don't like it.
3: Well, I mean, it's just <laughs> it a starting point, the actual rendering. It does rendering. look cool,
2: like, from the aerial views, yeah. like, in the city. And I do like the shot that they imagined um, inside, like, mm-hmm. with yeah. you know, the Trump Tower yeah.
0: and all that. To me, like, it's like, where it went, where is the exploding scoreboard? Yeah, so, I, but it's for, it's like the first rendering. Do you know right? what this like, reminds
2: me of? And this is going to sound dumb, but it yeah. feels like when I lived in Columbus, it feels like small city, like Columbus Clippers, like it, like right, kind of like smack down in the downtown. Like I do like it. I guess I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm used to what I've.
0: It's it's seen. a very low slung park. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what
2: it's. It's just throwing me off.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm I, sure it would be, would be beautiful though.
1: I mean, I think <laughs> the White Sox have proven that they know how to create a phenomenal ballpark experience when mm-hmm. it comes to food and the quality yeah. of the ballpark. There's been some, some entry. I, I would There's say they, they're good at food issues. and that's so about good it. At There's food. been some <laughs> entry exit issues. I get that, but I would, I would trust that this ballpark would be an amazing experience in a better, in a better location to get to with more stuff around it. and would probably right. be an economic boost. Um, but I care more about what happens on the field than I do about all of this. And, and, you know, they, they need to start, you know, building in that direction. I mean, they've got these renderings with, with, you know, the, the 2005 world series, uh, you know, pile up there. And, and yeah. that was a long time ago. Like, so they, they've got to get this team, right? Because I mean, this fan base has sat through. You have sat through. Yeah. Um, and many people, your dad, right. have sat through. My these. dad has a
0: brick at the, uh, we bought my dad a brick at the, the ballpark. So I kind of, I'm guessing that's not going to get, switched over (laughs) yeah that is gonna be
1: maybe you can get it i'm gonna go dig it out yeah exactly you should be able to but like it's one thing when you sit through a rebuild and it doesn't work out Mm. when you sit through multiple rebuilds and it doesn't come to fruition in the way in which uh, you want it to whether that's uh, at least having some you know als appearances or uh an alcs appearances i'm sorry or world series appearances or world series titles you know multiple right that's what Mm -hmm. you want to do if it doesn't come to fruition, you've done multiple rebuilds and went through that as a fan base. That's tough. That's that's really difficult, and I, I think that's what's kind of wearing right now on Matt Peck when it comes to the Bulls. Yeah, right? you, like you got at some point you reach your breaking point.
0: With, with, what's interesting to me is like, what would this actually mean for the actual culture of of the White Sox? Um, mm. Does it's it a, just kind of change what being a White Sox fan means? Because so much of it was you know about. I mean, they've been at the corner of 35th and Shields for 130 years or whatever I think that's it is. my
2: problem with it. It, like, changes the identity of yeah. the White Sox a little bit. You get bit, rid of the exploding
0: like, scoreboard, and you don't have the fireworks, and it's...
2: It just changes, like, Southside energy for me. It feels too perfect.
0: Yeah. I but, don't know. But, uh, I mean, that would make... It would actually uh, say we're moving we're away from being a Southside team, and we're more of a downtown team, and we're going to attract different people.
1: Yeah.
2: Don't you think that that would... That original it. that OG Southsiders would, would take offense to that. Absolutely. Not not love. I mean, that. Pe-
0: people are like, well, I you know, I like tailgating. That's tailgating's gonna sure. go away. Mm-hmm. Right. That it's and and that's that's definitely a trade-off.
2: People are gonna hang out at City Winery and then yeah. go to the White Sox <laughs> Right. <laughs> I don't know, it's just no. weird. Everyone's it's saying like the
0: Metro though is like easily
1: accessible. It's like it's, it's still a hike. It's it like is, a, but that's where the water taxi, I think, and other shuttles would come into play. But yeah, yeah you'd it's have not to figure perfect. that out. Mm-hmm. But but I, I will say that here's the thing if the White Sox win and play quality baseball and they care and they're doing things the right way, people show up to that ballpark and people care about the White yeah. Sox and you, and, and yeah. that's a thing. And so like they do that. It's not going to matter where it is, but if it means that they're not going to be in Nashville or some other stupid city and they're still here in Chicago, then you move and you take the new ballpark and you hope that the team builds under gets and, and that, you know, five years from now you're like, here we go. We're opening a new ballpark next season and we just won a World Series. Like that's what you want and it could happen, but mm-hmm. it feels it like happen. it's a ways away. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: I, get, at... I get it. I get it. I get it. That's not I don't know. I, I mean I'm I try to be optimistic. But.
3: I just don't know why a new stadium is top of the agenda right now. Sure. Where, like can't you just invest that in the team? I mean, you're talking about eight hundred million here. That gets you Shohei Otani. I'm not saying they were ever gonna even be in that sweepstakes, but mm-hmm. if you're willing to pay something like that. Why not just put it to the on-field product? And then you're going to see a in skyrocket again like it used to, right. you know, post 2005 and, you know, 2006, really, 2007, they were bad. I, I would rather see an investment in the team than trying to sure. do all this auxiliary stuff to make yeah. you excited about something new and shiny. Yeah, absolutely. Right now it's Luis Robert, and that's it moving forward.
0: Yeah, And, and they just don't do things well. It's not a well-run organization. They don't invest in, in minor league systems. Well, I, I don't know if you um, – were the producer on one of the Sox shows, but they kind of went through, like, so Colson Montgomery is in the t- top 10. Yeah. yeah. If you go yeah, he's, back he's and look... really good. If you Some go chip. back and look at, like, the last 25 years, there's only been, like, what, like, six or seven other guys who have been that highly rated prospects of coming out? And
3: like, I, ironically, those guys are currently on the team. Like, right. I mean, it's, it's Yohan Moncada, it's Aloy Jimenez, it's Luis Robert. You know, th- those are, like, your main guys. Yeah, it was, like,
0: John Rock. And, like, I mean, it wasn't, like, guys who have really come up and been, you know... I mean, Yohan Makata's had his moments. Eloy Jimenez has had his moments, but Brian Anderson was Brian Anderson. No, on the probably oh. not. I don't know. It, it <laughs> was. It was just me talking.
2: Gary said they spelled Chicago wrong in the drawings. I didn't I did. see yeah. that. Where?
1: Yeah, it's like right there. Yeah.
0: By By the way, like so, these renderings are, are out. Do you guys remember when the renderings of the new Texas ballpark came out? It's like, wow, that thing looks really yeah. cool. And then, then they debuted it. And it would maybe, like, maybe look like a, a shitty barbecue way. grill.
3: It's, it's like going to the auto it's show. The you get one. these crazy concept cars like, oh, man, I can't wait for that. And then you see the car. It's like, that looks like a regular car. <laughs> that, that's how some of these renderings rings t- uh, turn yeah. out to be, especially in the early phases of them.
1: They do so. have the pinwheels, though. Like, You have their, like, I don't know, you you don't like, like fireworks sticks. You know, things I mean, do change, and that's what I may have to accept with Caleb Williams and the Bears. I don't want that, but I'll accept Isn't it
2: fireworks so, now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what looks different about that? Where it's at on the scoreboard? Oh,
2: yeah,
0: it's
1: not on
2: top. Yeah, right. I see.
1: Placement. Hey, you know, when it comes to nostalgia, like things are look important. Like sparklers.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> you know, if it means if it means the win, like back to back World Series titles, are you for it? Of course. Okay. Well, then. I
2: just don't know if it leads to that. Well,
0: well, I don't know how no fireworks would lead to back to back World Series titles. Yeah, <laughs> they're no gonna one, have no to one hit one, some no home runs. No one wins back to back World Series titles anymore. It's, That's true. Uh,
1: but what if so they no. did? But what if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> the pinwheels. All loaded.
0: right. We got to uh, plow through a whole bunch of content. We got to get ready for uh, the Hall of Fame announcement here soon. Make sure you check out Beers After Dark live from Las Vegas. They'll be talking about Devin Hester, Steve McMichael, Julius Peppers. Fingers crossed. Mm. Um, Jake, thanks for stopping by. Yep. Steven, thanks for filling in. Casey, thanks for being here. Hey, always. All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time on the Chicago Sports
3: Podcast. Bye.